you can't wait another minute. You can't put it off another day. Your life is too valuable to forfeit your destiny. So let's start something new. Now, <laughs> let's go. When we are bitten by life unexpectedly, it can often cause damage beyond recognition. And the truth of the matter today is that many of us are living our lives out of the eye. Didn't see that coming experience. The perspective says no. Your faith will say that God is still fighting for me. That when your perspective tries to convince you that you are down and out, your faith will remind you that it is God who has all power in his hands, who is still working things for you. Say it again. The assertion of the fact that mercy is present means this, y'all. Without the existence of mercy, that would be different meaning if mercy wasn't present it would be another way but Jeremiah says that because of the Lord's mercies which now means that we have to shift our outlook and it has to be Hey everybody, welcome in to another episode of the Your Next Now podcast. I am your host, Marissa Farrow, and I wanted to welcome you guys in. Um, I am sitting here currently getting ready for a busy day, trying to catch up with you guys because it's been a busy two weeks. Um, and I was about to do all of the stuff to get ready for the podcast, like glammed out all the stuff so I can be whatever, but I was like... I'm not doing that. I'm not videoing. I'm not I'm not doing any of that today because I have a makeup appointment in like two hours. I got to get my wardrobe complete. I got like stuff to do. But I was like, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to get up and I'm early. I'm going to do my podcast and I'm going to um, only put the video version of this on <laughs> the Inspired Network, which I'll tell you guys about in a few seconds. But I thought that it was going to be befitting for me to do to do it this way. Um, and still do it, number one, to be committed to actually sitting and speaking to you guys and having some conversation with you guys and catching up with you guys, um, but to also show specifically those who are going to stream this and watch this on demand, like, life is not perfect. It gets rugged sometimes. This is what we're giving. This is what we're giving today. We're giving Scarf Chronicles. We're giving Flexi Bra Chronicles. Like, it's for all of that. So, um, you can only catch the video version of this podcast on uh, the Inspired Network, which is a 24-7 um, fully online streaming platform that you can now catch all of the behind-the-scenes content, all of the Marissa Farrell content that you want to catch on um, Marissa Farrell Ministries. And um, I am seeking currently to bring some really, really amazing content to that platform. Um, but right now, you'll find my sermons. You'll find video versions of the podcast. You'll find everything that you want to find right there on the Inspired Tribe. Um, network, which you can find by following the Inspired Tribe page on Instagram. Just go ahead and look that up. But the way you're gonna you're gonna spell Inspired is I N S P I H E R E D. So yeah, guys, sorry, this one is really for the ladies. But you know, hey, if you're a brother that just want to check in and see what's going on, feel free. Gift it to your girlfriend, gift it to your wife, gift it to your mama, because you can do all of those things right there. Um, and follow the page at Inspired Tribe. I'll tag it later today, but. 
Anyway, let's get into um, this podcast conversation. So what's up? I hope that all of my friends, family, and my tribes out there doing an amazing uh, job, having a great couple of weeks. It's been about two weeks since I've been um, in the podcast uh, session area and vibe, but it's been a busy two weeks, as you all know. So let me first thank you guys. Um, for just your prayers and support. Listen, the tribe showed up, and this is not just my inspired tribe, but this is everybody, all the men, all the women, all the boys, all the girls, y'all all all supported and just prayed, spoke kind words, um, and just, you know, gave a lot of posts and feedback about Woman Out Loose um, and the clips that you guys saw. And I just want to say thank you for that. That was just so amazing to feel, um, the support of that and to be a part of something that was so super historic. I mean, that was the absolute last variation, as we could see, of the Woman Thou Art Loose conference, um, which is the brand of uh, 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 umbrella under the Bishop T.D. Jake's um, brand and ministry. And we saw just something so powerfully moving take place with one of the most inspirational people in my world, and that is Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts and the Woman Evolve movement. So shout out to her. And listen, I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss Woman Evolve 23 because not only will Will it be the inaugural um, conference since the shift or the the passing of the mantle? But it is going to be, I just know, something super explosive because she's in a whole nother realm of glory, y'all. We were at that conference and she started praying. I was like, oh, Pastor Sarah, you didn't spend some time with Jesus, okay? Because I'm talking about you dripping oil, sis. Every time you speak, you're dripping oil. But I just thank God for Pastor Sarah and just what an awesome, awesome display of just um you know, succession we saw um, this this past week, and I think that was just super powerful. And so it's been something that has been moving me, something that has been motivating me, something that's been just speaking to my soul in these last couple of weeks, and something that just inspired me. So find somebody to be inspired by. You know, I think it's just so amazing that um, we can be two women in ministry um, who just literally and genuinely support each other. I'm going to probably try to get a podcast one day where I sit down and talk to Pastor Sarah and tell you guys a funny story about how we met and how we became friends or how we became acquainted. Um, but I'll be team Sarah all my life because she's the best. So uh, shout out to her. Shout out to Bishop Jakes. It was just an amazing, amazing time. And again, just honored to be a part of something so historic um, to be able to say that you know, I was able to minister to thousands of women at what would be the final um, bow of that great, great, great 30-year legacy conference is something that's still resting with me. It's still sitting with me. And again, it's just an, it's just an absolute honor to be able to um, have been a part of that. So that's what's been going on with me. Um, other than that, I've been around here, y'all know, momming it out. And it's so funny because... Um, I think women are at least kind of unlock some things in me and it loosed me into a space where I'm prepared to um, structure my life, my ministry, my focus differently. And it's so funny because I used to think that I couldn't define my place of, of ministry. Um, and, and Dr. Jazz told me this a long time ago. She's like, you know, if you don't define out, and I think she even said that, that Bishop Dix may have shared this with her, if you don't define out the areas that you you have a pour for, you're going to end up burning out because you're going to be pouring into all these places and all these 
pots and I realized that you know there is a specific place that I'm designed to pour to number one women because I am a woman um and it's so funny because I used to think that I couldn't necessarily define myself as a women's ministry leader because I just felt like my journey was so different um I'm a mother and I've never been married you know um I'm 33 at this point in my life and I guess I never really realize that I'm transitioning into a season where um, the motherhood that I exude with my with my child and um, with the child that God has placed and blessed me with um, is 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 training me and pruning me to be able to lead and guide other women um, and be more nurturing in that in that approach and you know I always felt like I couldn't talk from a place of like not wisdom but a place of like I don't know, authority in that, that role. And, that, and that's something that the enemy tries to do. And, and that's something, oh my, I'm telling y'all, woman all lose unlock so much in me. Bishop Jakes was preaching and he said, stop allowing people's reaction of you to control your perception of you. And I think for a long time, I have failed to acknowledge the perception of myself being the person who God has called me to be and ordained me to be because of either people's reaction or my fear of people's reaction. But I'm, I'm done with that. You know, it's time for me to walk in the authority that God has given me. So women is definitely an area for me. Um, young adults is definitely an area for me. I'm still a young adult and that's definitely some place where I feel like I can plant my feet. And then I think that my last call, not my last call but you know they say you define out three uh the third one for me would be pouring into preachers I think that you know it's so funny because most of my life and this is how I lived I thought I think that I pretty much diminished all the other abilities and places that I have in my life to flourish and to be a blessing to people because people always said to me you can just preach you can just preach you can just I'm like no now I realize I'm I'm not just a preacher I'm an anointed preacher thank God I'm anointed orator thank God I'm anointed writer thank God and I appreciate all those gifts but I have other gifts and other talents that God has given me and it's okay to be able to embrace them and it doesn't take away from the fact that at the end of the day and in the words of everybody else, I'm just a preacher, right? And that's something that was planted in my head for so long. And so Woman Always helped me to unlock some things in me that I needed to kind of start stepping out in and stepping out on. So I'm excited about the Inspired uh, Tribe, Inspired Network. We have some super dope things coming up that I have to sit down and plan out with um, my ministry team. But I hope that all of the women who are following right now, listening to this podcast, will take the time to go follow Inspired Tribe. Not only will we be posting content daily to hopefully inspiring uplifted spirit but we will also be posting um content that is designed to push you and grow you further into your study life mm-hmm. yeah with the bible here's mine right here i got it right next to me on my desk because i'm like you know in my studies here lately and i'm talking about heavily i'm just you know want to push women into their fasting their authority their womanhood their motherhood I'm just wanting to just deposit in people all the things that the Lord has blessed me to be able to learn over these last couple of years and spaces and time in my life so that's what's been going on with me I've been just in total transformation mode and that's kind of what launched me into the conversation for today because it was about perspective it was just being able to see things from a different viewpoint um and that's what led me into this conversation today but but on top of that and I want to give this guy this to you as well because this has been something that's been absolutely on me and I just excuse me today because I feel so free like I feel like so liberated to do this podcast because I don't feel like it has to be this and it has 
has to be that. No, it just has to be real. It has to be from my soul. It has to be from my heart. And I don't feel super challenged doing this. Like, oh, you have to do this because you have to build a network and you have to build a platform. You have to know. I have to do this because there are people whose lives are being touched, changed, and delivered through my authenticity. And so today I am a little just liberated. I'm super happy, super excited because this is a transformation for me. I'm evolving, you know, thanks to just being in the presence of people who are just super powerful and who are blessed to unlock in other people. Um, so another reason I was uh, drawn to my conversation about perspective today was because I saw a movie in the last two weeks that if, listen, if you have not gone to go see this movie yet, first of all, shame on you, okay? I'm just telling you because you, if you're, if you're under the sound of my voice and you're listening to this, this podcast right this second, you have done yourself a disservice, especially if you're a woman and have not gone to see The Woman King. Now, I'm not just talking to women because if you're a man and you haven't gone to see this movie, you are also doing yourself a disservice because you are missing out on the credit that women are due for so much time that they have spent uplifting, upholding empires. And the movie The Woman King featuring Viola Davis, y'all, I keep telling you I'm a movie buff through and through I can see the beginning of a movie the credits the music the um the company I can see all that and probably know before it comes the title comes up what I'm about to watch because um I'm a movie buff through and through the casting the production the lighting the camera angles the theme the storyline all of those things like really excite me I actually used to work at the movies for those who don't know when I was um, younger I used to work at the movies and I used to sit and watch movies like all day all night I used to see all the movies when I was 16 and I used to work at Arundel Mills Movie Co and I remember one um, Christmas Eve um, the the Christmas that Dream Girls came out which if my memory serves me correct it was 2007 I think December 2007, or maybe maybe it was December 2006. But needless to say, on Christmas Eve, I was in a theater. If you've ever been to that that movie theater there, you're from the DMV area, you know that those theaters hold like 450 plus people, right? I was in that theater by myself on Christmas Eve, going into Christmas Day, watching Dreamgirls. And at that point, we used to have to screen it just to make sure there were no glitches in the film. And that's when we, you know, we were still using hard copy film. 2007 was 15 years later um and so long story short I have always loved movies this movie just rested with me I'm going to download it on every one of my Apple devices I'm going to put it on everything that I can because I'm going to watch this movie over and over again Viola Davis is absolutely genius in this movie but I'm 13 minutes into this podcast and I have not discussed anything about my conversation so let me hasten to what I'm here for Today's conversation is about perspective. And I remember at one point in that movie when she was talking to one of the younger warriors and one of the younger um, developing warriors who was discouraged about her size. Um, she ultimately talked about the fact that um, a mouse can take down an elephant. That if a mouse infected an elephant um, with a specific kind of toxin or infection or whatever, that eventually the elephant would die 
from the bite of a mouse. Um, and what she was telling her was that it's not about the size. It's not about, you know, the strength. It's not about, you know, what you have or what you don't have. It is about your willpower and, you know, using the abilities that you do have to, to ultimately get the placement that you want. And so she was talking about how an elephant can take down a mouse. And ultimately what she was talking about was about perspective. It's about not looking at things from the viewpoint of your weaknesses, but looking at things from the viewpoint of your strength. And that is what I wanted to talk about today because it has been perspective that has absolutely changed my life, saved my life, and most of all, saved my joy in this last season of my life. I have literally found that perspective can be the difference between breaking down and breaking through. Um, Perspective not only preserves you and your spirit, but perspective preserves your joy. Um, For those of you who haven't been following my journey online, This year, I have dealt with some very serious GI issues, um, and I'm 33. I was like blown away because I'm, 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 I am probably the most healthy person that I know, you know, in my world. Um, Other than the fact that I had to like lose weight and stuff like that, right? Which I, I did inadvertently through this process. But anyway, when I say healthy, you know, I don't really go to the doctors and have like bad reports. I'm I'm typically I'm thirty three. I'm I'm relatively healthy. I don't have, you know, many issues. I've never been that person. I thank God for preserving my body. So this year for my health to go the way that it did, it it just really took a toll on my mind. On top of all the things that are already going on, like my dad's um diagnosis, which we talked about on the show a couple times, my mom dealing with Parkinson's disease, which we also talked about, you know, I was was like I was freaking out like oh my god I'm 33 why am I going through this because I mean this has been something I have been going through since July even up until now and um apparently post-COVID or you know in this pre-post-COVID era that we're in a lot of people are taking their health really seriously so all of the doctor's offices that I have tried to get into have been like extremely busy. And in the month of August, I waited for a month to get an appointment with my endoscopy surgeon who would just go in and see what exactly was going on with my GI system. Prior to September, from July all the way then, I had been having a number of symptoms. I had been visiting doctors. I had been going through all these different regimens and all this stuff. But nothing was seemingly taking away the, the absolute nature of what I was going through. Um, and, you know, the worst thing to do when you're sick is be on WebMD. Because, baby, that thing will mess with your mind. <laughs> so I'm WebMDing all my symptoms. And, I mean, it wasn't to, like, scare myself as much as it was to try to figure out, you know, what I could do to try to remedy the, the symptoms of what I was dealing with. And long story short, um, in September, the doctors that I was going to see, they transitioned their corporate umbrella I guess and so the insurance that I have was no longer accepted through um this particular hospital and I was like wait a minute so they called me the Friday before my endoscopy and I was feeling like super anxious about getting it but also anxious about like getting it over with and finally figuring out what is wrong with me well y'all they ended up telling me the Friday before that they were no longer accepting um at the at the time and that they needed to find another doctor for me and then that was in September so now this appointment got pushed out to October the so I'm like wait a minute I've waited a month for this appointment I've been sick since July y'all not about to tell me that I gotta wait another 30 days with this in my mind and my my body trying to figure out like what's wrong with me because it was like you know it was really scary so the long and short of it is 
I was like finding myself slipping into like places of just fear, anxiety, just, you know, depression. I mean, and I'm like praying myself through it. But at the end of the day, my perspective wasn't lined up with it. So it was like I was praying myself through. But with that prayer, I had to couple it with perspective so that when I got up from prayer, I didn't just feel like I left it in the hands of God. And that was all that it was. It was that Marissa had also fixed her spirit to believe and to see things from another way. And so when I first, I remember when they first told me like <clears throat> that my appointment on um, September the 14th or the 15th, one of those days, was rescheduled or that I had to, you know, fi- you know, go to another doctor. <clears throat> I was like, y'all, <clears throat> I went into an ultimate panic. Like I was weeping. I was crying. I was calling my friends. I was like, Lord Jesus, like, you know, what's going on with me? And I was just so just, that day was just bad for me because I was just so down and depressed. Um, but then it was like something kicked into me. Like, I don't know if it, I mean, I, I don't want to say I don't know. It was like a, a power and a presence of the Holy Spirit that literally just came and sat on me and said, you think that I'm delaying you when I'm really spending time healing you. That that was the perspective that I had to take because I had to say, say to myself, if you can sit here and cry a river feeling like you could be getting worse, what if you could be getting better? It was something that I had to put in perspective that we always lend our perspective to the negative place. When in all actuality, the probability of something is always 50-50. So if I can lend my perspective to saying oh my God, whatever's going on with me because of all the time that I've taken before I could get to a doctor and actually remedy what's going on, I could be getting worse. No, you could be getting better. God could very well be healing your body. God could very well have allowed you to go through that because you needed to be in the refiner's fire for the time that you were in that situation because I had prayed a prayer this year. Y'all ain't saying them to me. I had prayed a prayer that I wanted the Lord to revamp me and revitalize me and revamp my thinking and take some things away from me and pull me back into a place where my my spiritual strength and my spiritual authority was back in a space that was you know, it was pre-COVID and even greater than was pre-COVID because COVID was like a spiritual attack, literally for so many that put people in places that they never thought they would be in. I'm one of them. And I mean, let me just be real. And so I was sitting there like wrestling, like, you know, with myself. But then it was like God just divinely dropped this perspective on me that you think I'm delaying you, but maybe by the time you get to the doctor in October, they're going to find out you've already been fully healed because I've spent more time, you know, allowing you to get through what I needed you to get through because that that's being sick. Y'all, that brought me closer to God. <laughs> that thing brought me closer to God. And I'm talking about in a very real way. I'm talking about like, yeah, I had to spend some time trying to wrap my head around not only being in control of my perspective, but allowing God to minister to me and just learning how to trust him. Because when you looked at my symptoms, it was like, it could have been anything from acid reflux to cancer. For all we knew, you know, God forbid. But I was just like playing tricks on my own mind, allowing the enemy to slip in. And I started giving up because of what I felt 
may have been going on me. I was fearful and I was anxious and I was going through all those things that the Bible teaches us that are not from God. And I was like, no, the devil's trying to like stagnate me. He's trying to immobilize me. He's trying to take my power. And there was just a divine presence that said to me, this delay is not delay. It is healing. It is, it is, it is giving me time to continue to work with you and continue to refine you in this process and continue to grow you and draw you closer to me. Cause you prayed that prayer. You wanted me to draw you closer. And I had to do a little something dramatic just to draw you closer. I had to let you feel a little something to draw you closer. That's how I understood the power of perspective. Perspective is your outlook. It is your viewpoint. It is your ability to stand from one space and say, this is what I see and this is what I choose to believe. It is actually knowing your reality and believing that the reality that you currently see is not the reality that God currently sees for you. Perspective is definitely connected to our faith because it takes faith to be able to speak to what looks like one thing and declare that God is working something else out but the thing about perspective is that it is relative but in the same time it's malleable perspective is relative to a person their experiences their um, environment their upbringing their awarenesses their story their struggle this is how perspective is often developed because if you constantly see things that are working against you you often will believe that that's all you'll ever have if you constantly see things that from a negative place or people who are around you who download and who are pessimistic and who see things from a pessimistic point of view you're going to often pick up that that nature and start to see things from a pessimistic point of view and so perspective is relative but here's the good news about perspective it's malleable in the same time it's pliable perspective can be molded it can be decided upon like you do not have to accept the perspective of negativity you can control your perspective and that is the blessing of perspective and that is what I want you to gain because I believe that if you can change your perspective you can change your life that is what I want you to understand today if you can change your perspective you can change your life and you do have the ability to change your perspective perspective is malleable it is changeable it is something that is intangible so it can be molded in the parameters of the mind and that then must be molded in the parameters of our faith if we can affix our faith to believe then we can affix our perspective to preserve our peace in the middle of our struggles and that's what I was just talking about when I was going through and and as I'm going through what I'm going through the other day somebody texted me and was like um I'm worried about you. And I'm like, don't worry about me. Ain't no point of worrying and praying at the same time. That was perspective. Because while I could have sat there and allowed that that declaration from them to make and break my spirit and make me feel. Because people were like, I was saying, Marissa, you so skinny. And I kept saying, y'all don't even understand how much I hate hearing that. Because it wasn't my intention to be able to lose weight that way. You know, thank God now I'm able to mold my body and, 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 and try to shape my body from this point. Right? But I'm declaring that I'm doing it from a healthier place that God, you know, allowed me to go through that situation to get me to number one, wake up to some things, get me to focus, get me to discipline, get me to some places where I needed to be. And so perspective can be controlled by the parameters of your faith and the parameters of your mind. But here's the thing, much like deliverance, you have to make a choice about it. 
I have to choose. I have to speak to myself and say to myself, I choose to believe this. I choose to believe that. I choose to see that God's hand is in this. As much as it felt like God's hand wasn't in COVID, maybe God's hand very much so, not even maybe, God's hand very much so was in COVID. And he wasn't trying to kill us. He was trying to develop us. That is the same concept that we see found in the book of Malachi in the refiner's fire. And for those of you who, once again, are um, contemplating joining the Inspire Network, are streaming on the line on demand um, platform. My first Bible study series, which will be hour long Bible studies online, is actually dealing with the depth of the refiner's fire. I wish I had my notebook in front of me because I would go into a little bit of that. But the refiner's fire is not a fire that is designed to consume, but a fire that is designed to cultivate. The refiner's fire is not a fire that is designed to overtake you, but one that is designed to build you, to increase you, and to stretch your capacity. And so many of us have to start looking at our faith and the, the things that we go through in our faith as not being in seasons where God has forgotten about us or hurt us or just abandoned us. But as time that God allowed us to be refined in a fire, a fire that's not designated to consume, but to cultivate a fire that is not designated to cause us grief, but to grow us. And there may be some grief in that growing, but you got to learn how to grow through it. The perspective says, yes, this hurts right now. This is hard right now. This is difficult right now, but I choose to believe that God is using this to work for me. And that's why we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, because God literally takes the gears of our lives and he starts to connect them and he starts to make them work in sync. And I'm talking about the deeply seated hurts, the deeply seated tribulation, as well as surface struggles that we go through. God causes it all to work together because those things produce in us what we need to become who he's called us to be. God allows the process to come to refine us, to pull the value out of us because you don't even know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice that you have left. A lot of times in this journey of life, you won't necessarily know the strength that you have until you find yourself with your back up against the wall, having to come up with a plan that you never thought you could have came up with. You don't really understand the strength that you have until you've been put in a position where you feel weak, until you're put in a position where you feel like you don't have any other choice. And God literally directs you to a place where the only thing that you can become at this very moment is strong. You don't know how strong you are. He pulls it out of us. And that's why I'm telling you that the perspective has to start to change in life. If you can change your life, you can change your perspective. I mean, if you can change your perspective, you can change your life because you can start to believe that the things that I thought were working against me were really God's way of pruning me. You know what it means to be pruned? Specifically in the agricultural terms, it literally means to be cultivated and to... um, excuse me, to be cultivated and to be developed through a a, a season or through a, a trial or through what what they would use, I guess, in, in those terms and agricultural terms is to be cropped and to be clipped and to be sheared and to be made thin. Literally, it's like God has to cut some things away in order to grow some things. And that has to be a leading perspective in your life. I would venture to say that that your perspective about God and about your trials and things that he takes us through has to be led constantly by positive perspective. It has to be led by believing that that is how God 
handles us in life. And as much like, you know, we're, we are his children. And, and that's how God has to often handle us like his children, the way we handle our children. I mean, I remember, you know, this last couple of months, it, you know, I started kind of feeling like, what, where did this kid get this from? Because my kid just he falls out now and he lays in the floor and he screams and cries and kicks and he even swings at people and I'm sitting there saying where did you get that from <clears throat> and I hated disciplining him it was hard for me because I'm like first of all this is not even my child like biologically you know so it was hard because I was you know I was challenged by you know that but then I realized like well he's my child but he's and he's been you know he's been placed in, in my care and he's this is where we are in life and he has to be taught. He has to be cultivated. He has to be pruned. I got to clip some stuff away in order to help him to understand. And that is how God teaches us. And that's how God shows us. And that's how God grows us through life in the pruning season and pruning us for um, growth and for his glory for understanding. So today, I really want you to understand the power of perspective, right? I want you to understand that we have to start looking at life and faith from the perspective that God allows us to endure some things just to ultimately encourage us and encourage out of us the fullness of who we are. God knows just what we need to become who we are supposed to become. He knows the hurts that we need. He knows the heartbreak that we need. He knows the pain that we need. He knows the rejections that we need because he understands how our minds work before our minds are even fully developed. He understands our emotions before we understand our emotions. God is that intimate, that intricate, and that deep. And we got to start looking at him as that kind of God who knows us so well that he knew that somebody would have to break my heart at this particular point in my life so that I could understand this particular thing that will ultimately lead me to this particular place that will put me in front of people that would ultimately pull out of me a plan that will ultimately lead me to a purpose. That's how God works. And we have to believe that from the standpoint of having proper perspective. When we look at things that way, we will stop feeling like we're being tormented all the time. But we're being refined. I'm not being abandoned. I'm being refined. I'm not being, you know, rejected. I'm being refined. God is using these trials, these tribulations, and these 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 situations to refine me. Um, there are some, you know, places we won't get to without certain levels of pain and without certain levels of strength. Um, I mean, sorry, there are certain strengths we won't reach without certain levels of pain. I can recall when um, one of my very, very best friends in life passed away. She was 40 years old. Um, this was in 2019. And I was like, grief is grief is different. And grief comes out of nowhere. And grief normally just attacks you at the, the most inappropriate time. And um, I was about to preach at her church. Uh, she passed away in January, and her dad asked me to come preach in March. And her dad is, is like a father to me in ministry. Um, shout out to Bishop Timothy Clark. And it was Bishop Clark who said to me, and I, I walked into the church, and I was fine. It was when I walked into the pulpit, though, that 
oh my god it was like a it was like a stack of books just laid on my chest and I just couldn't breathe I was just panicking I was anxious and I ran out of the pulpit and I was just zapping out like I couldn't take it and it was because it was the last place that I had seen her and um at the time I didn't know that her well I, mean, I, I knew her sister Jocelyn had seen her um and everything like that and Jocelyn kept saying I don't think you want to see her I don't think you want to see her and I didn't you know for me it wouldn't have been real I guess had I not seen her um so um sorry for the delay it's still kind of like you know hard to talk about but I remember going to see her and at that very moment I wished that I hadn't seen her because it was just like the you could tell that she had been through some level of medical trauma in you know within her body in the time that she was fighting um in her last couple of days uh and so when I got back to that pulpit it was just hard for me because I had you know I was in pain about feeling like she was in so much pain when she passed. I was feeling like, you know, God, I, it was bad enough you took her, but you you took her and you let her go, you know, like that, you know, kind of out. Um, and Bishop Timothy Clark in that very moment, and, and, at this, and I want you to understand the depth of what I was thinking in my mind because at this point I'm mad with, with God a little bit. Like I'm, I'm frustrated, I'm hurt, I'm just thinking, why did you let my girl have to go out like that? Like, why? you know, it was like a lot, right? And so I was wrestling and I had to preach. It was, you know, it was hard. But Bishop Timothy Clark came and he hugged me and embraced me. And he literally said to me, you don't preach your best sermon until you preach with, your bro with a broken heart. And that thing really changed my perspective because, I'm, you know, no, in no way, shape, or form am I saying God allowed someone to pass away so that I could learn how to preach stronger. No, not that's not what I'm saying. But what I was saying was that her passing and the heartbreak that it produced in me and even the the ferociousness that I had at the moment um, in God and, and the way that I felt about God um, produced a place in me. It unlocked a place in me that pulled out a strength that that really translated into a vulnerability. And so there could be no blessing like that without my heart first being broken like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I leave you with this concept that some things in life have to be broken out of us. And again, don't don't feel like the overarching thing happened just for you. No, it happened as a as a result of what you were a part of, what you experienced, and what you know you had witnessed. So in that moment, I had witnessed one of my closest friends, one of my closest confidants, one of my you know most supportive friends in life, um, going through what was so hard. And ultimately, it didn't happen for me. Be very clear. But I was a part of it, and it produced something in me that could not be taken back because at the end of the day I had to preach through that and that was a strength that now can't be taken away from me what I leave you with is that if you can ch change your perspective if you can control your perspective if you can fix your perspective you can change your life you can control your life you can fix your life you can ultimately control your joy about it and here's what you can control it's not that you can control what happens but it is, it is being able to control how you land in the midst of what happens around you. So I say that to say this. Today, I want you to work on your perspective. I want you to start something new. I want you to go through your day 
believing that what you are experiencing right now in your life is not working against you, but it is working for you. I want you to start believing that God is causing all of the things to work together for your good. And ultimately, what he has allowed for you is going to work for you and is ultimately going to change you and produce in you every single thing that you need, every element that you need to become the best person that you can become. Father, I thank you today for uh, every person who's under the sound of my voice, who took the time out to listen to this podcast, who have been encouraged by anything that I have said, anything that I have um, imparted in them. I pray that you would seal any change and any inspiration that they have received today into their hearts, that you would seal it there, that in the time of trouble and darkness, they can pull it up and they can be reminded of who you are and your power at work in them. I ask that you would continue to cultivate them right now, develop them, grow them into the best person that they can be and the best person that you have designed for them to be because you are an amazing God and you cause everything to work for us. And so we love you. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, y'all, I'm out of here today. But if you want to dive into my Bible study, which we're going to go into everything from the writer um, down to the timing, down to the, 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 the history of it all, and into some revelation about the text, you can join me on the Inspired Streaming Network. You can find that link at the Inspired Tribe on Instagram. It's in the bio. Um, I'll post it later on my page. But that page is at Inspired, I-N-S-P-I-H-E-R-E-D, Tribe, T-R-I-B-E. There's a link there that allows you to get on. The Refiner's Bible Study will be up by Saturday. And there is uh, there are rather a few sermons that are on there already. Um, and so you'll have access to all that stuff 24 hours content and um yeah that's it with listen i'm out of here until next week do not wait to start something new i don't want you to start it next week i don't want you to start it tomorrow but i want you to start it right here right now thanks for joining me on this episode i'll talk to you guys later hey wish me luck my photo shoots in a couple hours gotta go